How's it going, everyone? My name is Stephen Michaels. Welcome to the number one Raiders podcast in the world. This is the Raiders Daily. All right, the Raiders are 0-3. Another tough loss, this time in a game where they had, again, no business losing. They go to Miami. They dominate for three quarters, basically two quarters, to be fair. But still, they had the game in hand in the third quarter. And then the fourth quarter comes and they collapse. How did this happen? Well, I watched the film. I reviewed this thing. I'm the best in the business at doing that, reviewing the film and analyzing the game and then coming on the air on a number one show in the world and then talking about it. I know there's a lot of Raider podcasts out there, but they're not even as close as good as this one, and the ratings prove it. If you want real Raider talk, you come here. If you want a bunch of fans talking and whining, you go listen to something. I don't know what the hell their names are. They all suck. You know, uh, uh, Pirates for Fun or whatever the hell they are. Uh, uh, they have all these dumb names. They all suck. I'm better than them. If they want to come at me, I'll bury them 10 feet d- in the ground just to show them who's king bow down kiss the ring now let's talk about the Raiders the Raiders go into Miami Derek Carr makes I mean this guy was making good throws all game long they got Jordy Nelson involved like I said they would last week they wanted to get Amari Cooper involved John Gruden draws up great plays to get Amari Cooper involved this week the plan was to get Jordy Nelson involved and he did show up he gets involved big time in the game unfortunately that wasn't enough because The Raiders had five red zone attempts. That's right, they were in the red zone five times, and they only scored twice. They were two for five in the red zone. Think about that. Five times in a red zone, they should score touchdowns. If they do, that game's a blowout, a complete blowout. You just run the ball the rest of the game, and it's over. But there's more to the story when you watch the film. There's two plays in particular that really, really did the Raiders in. One, third quarter, seven seconds left, third down, third and six. Derek Carr throws an easy pass to Amari Cooper and he drops it. If he catches that ball, they start moving into Miami territory, They take time off the clock, and who knows? They score a touchdown? Either way, they would have got some kind of points. Then in the fourth quarter, Derek Carr with, uh, I believe there's about eight minutes, or it might have been, I'm sorry, it was, uh, I I forgot how many uh, minutes they had, but it was either eight minutes or nine minutes. He throws a ball to Amari Cooper. A deep pass. When you first watch it on television, it looked like a ball that kind of sailed out of the out of bounds. That Amari Cooper didn't have a chance. But then when you rewatch it, I mean, it's clear Amari Cooper could have caught that football. It was right in front of his face. Now I know Derek Carr made an excuse for him after the game, but I'm sorry, 
There's no way Amari Cooper did not see that football coming at him. There's no way. Because the defender did. And if you look at the film, Amari Cooper, his head is back. He sees the ball. He just doesn't catch it. And that right there, if he catches the ball, the game's pretty much over. He would have ran in for a touchdown. And even if he didn't, he runs out of bounds. The play previously, like I talked about in that play, all the Raiders have to do is run the football after that. And mathematically, guess what? The Raiders would have won that game. They would have won that game. Because of those two drives would have put them in Miami territory, all the Raiders would have had to do after that is run the ball a few times. The clock would have kept on running. Miami would never have been able to catch up. It's just, it would have been mathematically impossible. Then, of course, again, Derek Carr throws an interception in the end zone. I don't know why. Martavis Bryant, it's a one-on-one. -on -one. He just underthrows the ball. Carr underthrows the ball in the end zone. And the worst part is that was not the play. The play was supposed to be a run, but Derek Carr checked out of the run and decided at the line of scrimmage, because remember, he does have freedom at the line, he decides to throw the ball to Bryant for a home run. Now, I know Derek Carr likes to put the team on his shoulders, and yes, if he scores that touchdown, perhaps they win the game. But the Raiders were milking the clock very well on that drive. They were doing the right things. Marshawn Lynch, he was getting some good yards. Even Doug Martin had a few good runs. They were, I mean, they controlled the time of possession. If you just look at the stats, the Raiders owned Miami. They owned them. But somehow, some way, the Miami Dolphins go 21 unanswered points. And they end up winning the game. Again, the Raiders don't do anything in, fourth, in the fourth quarter. They don't score any points. Derek Carr throws an interception in the end zone. They fall apart. Now, a lot of Raider fans are blaming it on John Gruden. You cannot blame that game on John Gruden. John Gruden had an excellent game plan. And if it was executed right by the players, the Raiders not only win that game, but they win it by three touchdowns, maybe more. But when Derek Carr is throwing interceptions in the end zone, when Amari Cooper is dropping a six-yard pass, when Keith Smith, Keith Smith, I mean, it's a fullback run into the end zone. A lot of people say, ah, oh, you should have gave it to Marshawn Lynch. Well, I mean, technically, Keith Smith only has to run a yard. We're not talking three or four yards here. He gets the ball. He just really has to jump. He has to jump, make sure, you know, he his body or the ball, I, I should say, crosses the plane and they get a touchdown. Instead, I don't know, the, the offensive line, their pad level was all off and he goes in there kind of like head first. I don't know what he's thinking. All he had to do is jump up at that point. Jump up. That's all you have to do. Or the Raiders simply should have QB sneak it. That could have worked. I think they were worried with Marshawn Lynch because if you put Keith Smith in there, Lynch does have to, I mean, it didn't work on a few times previously in other games. So with Keith Smith, you hand it right off to him. He's right there. Derek Carr turns around, boom, hands it to him, and he grinds it in. 
That's what Gruden was hoping for, and they practiced that play, and it worked very well. Unfortunately, it doesn't work here. And that's the problem here. The Raiders leaving points off the board, and that's the problem. This is an 0-3 team, but they're the best 0-3 team in football. And now they got the Cleveland Browns coming to Oakland, guys. The Cleveland Browns. Yes, I know Baker Mayfield came into the game last week. And he looked phenomenal. He looked great. But the thing is, with these rookie quarterbacks that I noticed, is they, they have one good game, and then the follow-up the follow game, they look terrible. So maybe that will happen in this game because the Raiders are desperate for a win. And this team... Listen, they they played the L.A. Rams defense. They played the Broncos defense. They played the Miami Dolphins defense. All three good defense football teams. And the Raiders pretty much, I mean, they could have won all three of those games. They could be 3-0 easily right now. But they keep letting it slip in the fourth quarter. Could it be they're very old? I think it's they're old. And the Denver game and the Miami game, they're both very hot, by the way. The weather was hot. And I think it takes a toll on a team. But I also got to call out players who I see on film who are not playing well. That's what I do here. That's why I have the most controversial show in the world when it comes to the Oakland Raiders. Bruce Irvin, time to step it up. I don't know what the hell you're thinking, but you're taking plays off. You are not playing as hard as you can. And simply, listen, this is a guy that's been waiting to be a defensive end. He was so happy about it. Well, you get your wish and you haven't done nothing. Nothing at all. You haven't done anything. Where's the strip sacks? Now, I can tell you that this week, the Raiders are working on that all week long. So, I would keep my eyes out for that against Cleveland. Maybe the Raiders get some, uh, force some fumbles and things like that. But, I mean, Bruce Irvin, I mean, this guy, Jesus. If the Raiders had any, any plans on maybe giving this guy a contract or keeping, keeping him with the Raiders long term, throw him out the window because you are not playing well. You're taking plays off. You're supposed to be the guy on the defense. We know Cleo Mack is gone. He's playing with a lot better players on defense in Chicago. No one likes to mention that, but he is. So obviously he's going to look better. But Bruce Irvin, now you're the guy. You're the guy. Act like the guy. Play like the guy. Instead, you're playing like a scrub. You're playing like Frosty Rucker on the other side. Both of you guys suck. You suck. And then, of course, on offense, like I said, they're doing fine on offense. I want to see more production out of Marshawn Lynch. Um, only averaging, like I believe, three and a half yards per carry. That has to go up. It really does. It has to go up. They need a little bit more production out of the run game. And Derek Carr, for God's sake, use your legs. Use your legs. Rich Gannon was 100 years old picking up first downs with his legs. This guy, he doesn't know what to do when no one's open. He doesn't know what to do. 
It's, it's embarrassing. He throws an interception instead of picking up the first down with his legs. This whole team needs to step it up. The whole team. So we'll see what happens, but Cleveland, you got to win this game. You're the Cleveland Browns coming to town. You don't lose against Cleveland. You just don't. So we'll see what happens. This is a game the Raiders got to win, guys. They got to win this one. You just don't lose to the Cleveland Browns. So the Raiders got to figure this out. Like I said, I think Paul Gunther can do some things. I think he may, he can drop some designs to rattle Baker Mayfield. Um, the Browns do have an excellent defense. But listen, it's the Cleveland Browns. This will be Hugh Jackson's Super Bowl. We all know that. And I don't really have, I, I like Hugh Jackson. But this is going to be his Super Bowl, and he's going to want to win this one. Uh, you know, he's probably been looking forward to this game since he got fired from the Raiders. Now is it? Now is his chance. The Browns are coming off their first win in, what, 17 tries or something like that. But still, it's the Cleveland Browns. I expect them to get, I expect Baker Mayfield to throw for maybe 300 yards in this game. But at the end of the day... I think the Raiders I think they win and I don't I don't usually make predictions like this but I think they're going to win this game because they have to win this game. You cannot go 0 and 4. John Gruden, you came back. You got a 10-year contract, 100 million dollars. I understand Reggie McKenzie and his scouts have been awful. I understand the draft classes have sucked. I mean, time and time again. Draft and draft and draft again. Where are these guys? Not even on the Raiders roster. Why? Because they're bums. They can't even get on a roster, half of these guys. I mean, these are first round picks. Second round picks. Second round picks are usually starters on a team for the future. These guys are free agents right now because Reggie McKenzie is the worst, the worst talent evaluator in pro football. Him and his brother just need to stop looking at talent because they couldn't see talent if it hit them straight in the face. The only credit they get is, well, 2014. Kyle Mack fell into their laps. By the way, Reggie McKenzie was almost fired that season and Mark Davis demanded Derek Carr and then what else do you got? You got Amari Cooper, who, by the way, is up for a contract year. I wouldn't pay the guy. He's inconsistent. He's like Casper the Ghost. He shows up for one game. He looks like Jerry Rice. Next thing you know, he looks like uh, Darius Hayward Bay. The guy is just not, he's not consistent at all. He's not consistent. I mean, teams don't even, they don't even care about Amari Cooper. They really don't. The guy is, he, he he has like two good games a year. So what do you pay the guy? What do you pay him? I, I'm sorry, but he's not a top five wide receiver. He's not even a top 10. He's not even a top 15. He's not even a top 20. So if I'm the Raiders, I pay the guy like 3 million bucks because that's all he deserved. He hasn't been consistent. He really hasn't. The Raiders need to get better at the wide receiver position going forward in the future. They also got to get better on a defensive line. Remember, Arden Key and Mo Hurst, P.J. Hall is hurt. Those guys, go, those guys will get better, obviously, throughout the year and the next season. 
Arden Key. I mean, this guy, I'll tell you, he doesn't get sacks or anything, but he's so close. He's always like one or two steps away. He reminds me a lot of Khalil Mack when Khalil Mack was a rookie. If you remember, Khalil Mack was so close to getting there, but then just couldn't get there in time. You know, he just was always a couple steps back or one step back or half step back from getting after the quarterback. That's what Arden Key looks like. He's a guy that, I mean, he's almost there, but he doesn't make the play. Now, the Raiders got to do that against Baker Mayfield. They got to hit him. They really do. They got to dial up some blitzes. They got to hit him. They got to disguise blitzes and then drop back in coverage. Maybe make Baker Mayfield make a mistake. They got to do something because you cannot lose against the Cleveland Browns. You cannot go to 0-4 because I don't think you can recover from that. I really don't. Now, I do think you can recover from being 0-3. I really, It's going to be tough, but I think they can recover from that. The only reason why I think they can recover from being 0-3 is because of the schedule. When you look at the schedule, there are a lot of games on there the Raiders should win. I mean, they got the 49ers minus Jimmy G, who got injured. He's out for the season. You got the Colts, who are overrated. Uh, you, you got a ton of game Arizona Cardinals. You got the Bengals. You got a bunch of games on that schedule that you will that the Raiders should be able to win. You got the Chargers. You probably split with them. You got the Chiefs. Now the Chiefs are on a roll right now, but we all know the collapse is coming because their defense allows so many points. Their defense is terrible. So eventually that they will hit a wall because it's Kansas City. It happens every year. Until they don't hit a wall, I'm going to say they're going to hit a wall because they, they always do. So you can expect them to lose like six in a row or seven in a row because they do it every single year. And I just think the, these more experienced coaches will have film on Patrick Mahomes. But he has great talent on offense, but their defense is terrible. That's why they got to score 40 points a game. The other team's scoring like 30 or 37 because the Chiefs' defense isn't very good. But if the Raiders, even if they lost both both games against the Chiefs, as long as they, they're going to beat Denver and Oakland, I have no doubts about that. Denver's not very good. The Raiders should have beat them in Week 2. The Raiders had their number. Denver Broncos stole a victory from them. So did Miami. So what I'm telling you, Raider fans, is stop panicking. If they lose against the Cleveland Browns, then it's, then it's panic time. Then there's something wrong. Now, what's really wrong is John Gruden took a team. They has, he has a pretty good offense, although Derek Carr is making crucial mistakes right now. But he has you know a decent offense. And, but, the def, but the defense is so bad. He inherited a defense that he pretty much had to go out and sign guys off the street to fill all the holes that Reggie McKenzie had in there prior because all those guys were terrible. That, that, that's, what, that's what's going on here. So John Gruden has to win with a veteran team on defense because it's either that or guess what? The Raiders are giving up 60 points a game because Jihad Ward sucks. He was lazy and he sucks. Mario Edwards Jr., lazy and he sucked. I mean, Carl Joseph, who doesn't do anything anyways, he got injured. He sucks. He's the most overrated safety. He was, I think, pick number 14th overall. Number one pick. Oh, my goodness. This is a guy that would have never went the first round. 
I mean, Reggie McKenzie's terrible. Garyon Conley, by the way, the jury's out on him. He got he got destroyed on a route from Devontae Parker against Miami that set Miami up for a touchdown. Uh, Garyon Conley has to play better. Right now, their best their best uh, cornerback is Rashawn Melvin, and the Raiders only have him for one year. So there's gotta be rebuilding done. But while they're I mean, that can't happen until the offseason. And Raider fans deserve a product on the field that is competitive. John Gruden can't go 0-16. Mark Davis won't let that happen. Mark Davis is already mad that they're 0-3, by the way. Marshawn Lynch held a team meeting telling these guys, we got to win. This might be his last year. He don't want to get embarrassed like this. This team has the veteran players. They know they know if they can just get one win, just one win, they could go on a roll, and they can. They really can. As long as Derek Carr avoids those turnovers, and as long as the wide receivers be consistent, this team can beat any team in the NFL. They are 0-3, but the best 0-3 team in the NFL. There are players, there are scouts, agents, GMs around the National Football League that will tell you the same thing. The Raiders have it. They, they have the ability to be good. They just keep dropping the ball in fourth down or fourth quarter. They just can't get it together in the fourth quarter. They can't put these teams away. They got to put Cleveland away. You cannot get embarrassed by Hugh Jackson and the Cleveland Browns. You got to make a statement. You got to go out there and blow the Browns out and get ready and go on a roll. Win three in, three in a row. B500. It's basically a new season after that. It's a wash. You just try not to lose more than three games the rest of the way or four games and you'll be okay. If this team ends up 9-7, and seven, that's a win for John Gruden. If they end up 10-6, and six, Jesus Christ, give him coach of the year. But right now, he has to dig himself out of this hole big time. The Raiders, there's no excuse for losing, guys. Derek Carr is the cause of this. Amari Cooper is the cause of this. The defense isn't very good. For some reason, Reggie Nelson's still on the field. This guy, the only reason why he's on the field and I've asked and I got the answer is because he's a good communicator. And Paul Gunther's defense is very, very, I guess, uh, hard to grasp. So he kind of tells people where they need to be and things like that. That's why he's out there. But as far as playing, the guy's garbage. The guy's 100 years old. My six-year-old son could probably beat him in a, in, a, in, a, in a foot race right now. That's how slow he is. He's always late to the ball. Always. Always late to the ball. Eric Harris is better than him. Uh, Gilchrist, by the way, he hasn't been very good either. I mean, this is a guy that John Gruden was saying, oh, this guy's really good. He sucks. He hasn't shown anything. That whole secondary needs to be rebuilt, and everyone knows that. Has to be rebuilt. The defensive line obviously needs a edge rusher. I know everyone's going to say, what about Cleo Mack? Whatever. He doesn't play there. He doesn't play on a team. I'm so sick of hearing about Cleo Mack. He's on a team that have some of the best defensive tackles in the NFL. So when people say, like that John Middlecoff guy, when he goes on Colin Cowner's show and says, well, this is the Cleo Mack we all know. This is what he could have done in Oakland. No, it's not. He looks better because he's surrounded by better players, dummy. 
No wonder why you were a scout for one year and then got kicked out and couldn't get a job again as a scout because you don't know football. And Colin Callherd, whatever the hell his name is, he's only known for his hot takes. He's a freaking robot. He sucks. You put me head to head against him on the radio, I would bury that fool. Bury him. So he doesn't know what he's talking about. None of those guys do. They don't watch football. That's the problem. A lot of people are taking shots at the Raiders, and yeah, they're 0-3. I understand it. They're, they're, not, they're not winning games, but they're in these games. They're leading at halftime. If they just put it together in the fourth quarter, they could be one of the best in the NFL. I'm telling you guys this. I'm not lying to you. I, I have no rooting interest. I am not a Raider fan, okay? I am a Houston Oilers fan. They don't exist anymore, but that's what I grew up liking. That's the group, my team. I cover the Raiders. I've been doing it since 2013. I'm better than anyone that does this in the world. That's a fact. It's not, it's not a, uh, an opinion. I know what I know. I know the people I know. I'm better than all these people. And I actually want the Raiders to win, unlike other people who cover the Raiders who just want them to lose. They want the Raiders to lose. They want you to fail. They want John Gruden to fail. They want the Raiders to fail. They want the whole thing to sink. They want the, the ship to go down in the water and sink because they love it. They love it. They hate the Raiders. They hate you. But I am here for you. I am the voice of Raider Nation. I am taking that crown right now. And if you want to join me, you can. By the way, I have the greatest subscription membership site in the world called the Raiders Daily Elite, where you won't, I promise you, you can ask the members. I only allow 50 people in there. Why? Because the stuff I got on there, you won't see anywhere else. And people, when they talk about sources and all that kind of stuff, well, guess what? You join TRD Elite, you see stuff like that. Now, that's why I keep it to 50 people. But if you want to join that, you just go to Facebook.com slash The Raiders Daily, and I got to pretty much vet you to make sure you're not a rat. But and that's about it. But anyways... Just want to let you guys know, tough loss in Miami, but when you go two for five in the red zone, that's what's going to happen. Derek Carr has to get better. Uh, the defense, they got to get better. They got to get a better pass rush. They did a great job against the run against Miami. They got to do that again against Cleveland. Cleveland's going to try to run the ball. This is a must win. If the Raiders don't win this game, hit the panic button. I'll be on here screaming again. The Raiders got to beat Cleveland. Cleveland is going to Oakland with a rookie quarterback. John Gruden, Paul Gunther, more importantly, do your job and exploit this guy. Do your job and beat this team that won one game and 17 attempts. The Raiders have veterans all over that team. Do not get embarrassed by the Cleveland Browns, for Christ's sake. Beat them. You have the talent to beat them. It's time to go on a roll. Derek Carr, get your head in the game. Stop playing scared. Use your legs, but be smart. Be smart. Listen to your coach. When he calls in a play, maybe it's the best thing for the team to use that play. Maybe John Gruden knows a thing or two. Stop checking out of the play and 
doing something stupid like throwing an interception in the end zone. Just do what the coach tells you to do, and you will win. It shows the first quarter, second quarter, and even some of the third quarter when when Derek Carr is just doing the plays that Gruden asked them to do, they have success. Because you can tell when he checks out of, out of a play, and when he doesn't, I mean, oh my God, I mean, I don't want to say the signal on the air, but he calls something out, which means a run. And it's so easy to tell. If I'm the opposing team, I know it's a run every time. I know it's a run every single time when he yells out this phrase. I don't even want to say it on the show in case... Cleveland Browns are listening. I'm sure Hugh Jackson's listening to this because he does. He listens to a lot of these shows. But there's something that you can watch the game and you could probably, he probably already knows anyways. But still, either way, mix up your signals, mix up your verbiage, and just win. Just beat the Cleveland Browns. The Raider fans deserve it. I deserve it. I got to talk about you guys. And I got to pump you guys up. For the Raider Nation. Because I really do think this team is the best 0-3 team in football. I think they got screwed against Miami. Well, not screwed. I think Miami stole one. I think Denver stole one. And LA Rams are just a really good team. But the Raiders were in that game the entire time. That's a good thing, guys. The Raiders can play. They can compete. But now it's time to start putting some W's in that column. It's time to start stacking up some wins, John Gruden. It's time to do that. And I understand the the issue with Reggie McKenzie and his guys. They suck. Fire them all. I agree with you. There is a divide there in the, in the offices. Everyone knows it. I've been saying it for weeks. But it's a national story. Now, we all know that. They're, they're terrible, obviously, at drafting. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to see. John Gruden needs to bring his own guys in. But for right now, this is a very close-knit team, by the way. You know, they're very close. They're veteran guys. They got a lot of pride. Leon Hall is even playing well. So they got a lot of pride. Go out there. Beat Cleveland. Get on a roll. You never know what's going to happen in the NFL. Look around the league for crying out loud. I mean, the Tennessee Titans beat the Jags. The Lions beat the Patriots. Uh, there are so, upsets everywhere. The Buffalo Bills beat the Minnesota Vikings. There, there are upsets everywhere. It's been strange since week one, all of these games. So no one really is there yet. We're not going to know till week six, seven, how good a team is. It's obvious. I mean, the league is so up and down right now. A team looks really good, then they lose. A team looks really bad, then they win. I mean, it's so up and down. So we're really not going to know, but you can't dig yourself in a big hole and not get out of it. So if you go 0-4, you're screwed. So they got to win this game. Let's see if they do it. I believe they can do it. Let's go, Raider Nation. I will see you guys next week. My name is Stephen Michaels. This is the number one Raiders podcast in the world. This is the Raiders Daily.